No more Mr. Nice Guy. everybody and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, Mr. 88, the Fapper Yapper, the quintessential stud muffin, TJ Bowser. And of course, joining me as always, your dark lord of knowledge, this sexy man himself, Chadwick Quisman. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And here to protect and serve, Officer Bob. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Ah, there it is. So today is December 14th, 2020, and we got a banger of an episode for you. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your thoughts life. Big Johnny D, what did you do? What did I do? Well, I did the uh, wholesome family thing this weekend. That's friends over, made the uh, good old Christmas cookies and stuff like that. Uh, in proud horror fashion. I hope you guys will enjoy this. I did sneak a couple ghost cutout cookies in there just because I was like, hey, nice. holy ghost, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. Um. So did that and, you know, did some gaming with my buddy, which was kind of nice. I purchased Game Pass over the weekend Ooh. Uh, for PC and Xbox because it was a three month for a buck deal. And I it adds on for a dollar. That's Heck right. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, it adds on to your ex- extra <laughs> Xbox Live or whatever the fuck you have, which I just oh, got three months. So for an extra buck, I just got it all the way till May. Oh, there you and go. There's a lot of goddamn titles on there. It's fucking awesome. And uh, thank you, Stephanie. I know Bob, <laughs> Bob's sweater is just on point. And it also Love. says fuckers on the bottom of mine. I can't. Oh, does it? Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Ooh, a little belly there. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I'm working on it. That's get a sneak peek for the OnlyFans, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Patreon is up and going, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we will. Machine about cosplay. Machine, um, <laughs> machine, not sexy. It's both. Uh, it is both. <laughs> Essentially. No, man, other than that, just uh, I watched this awesome movie along with a couple other uh, Christmas classics. I watched the original Black Christmas this weekend and Prelude 2 for next week. And I started watching Christmas Horror Story, which I've never watched. Dude, wait till you get to the end of that movie, dude. You'll be like, what yeah, the fuck? it's better than I thought it would be so far. Honestly, like keep watching. All right. I might finish that tonight. So on that end, I've been enjoying myself. I am counting down the days till Christmas break. I got seven working days left of the year. So fuck yeah. yes. Feels very good. On that man, uh relaxing. Chad, how have you been, brother? Well, I have been better. I am actually on the last day of my quarantine. I tested positive for COVID last week, but luckily <laughs> I had very, very minor uh symptoms. So I get to go back to work tomorrow. Like the worst of it, I had like a three-day headache, was the worst. Uh, but I currently don't have a sense of smell or taste but that's actually starting to come back oh that's good yeah right, that's- i was i was worried because some of my friends were saying that they had they had and it took like three weeks for it all to come back <clears throat> at the same time always trying to look at the positive of the situation if if i was in your shoes that would be the one time i would start eating shit that i know is good for me but i and hate you don't like fucking yep. taste <laughs> yep 
It could have worked out. I already considered that. Yeah. That's like, you know, the one plus out of any situation, I guess, in that. But yeah. So, yeah, I've been on lockdown quarantine since then. Haven't been able to go out and do anything. So I just sat around and played a shitload of PS4. Noise. Yeah. I'm pretty much through Watch Dogs Legion. I'm just like at kind of the end of that. And I got bored with that. So I started uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm Valhalla. Whamhalla. Whamhalla. We're all in Whamhalla now, thanks to that asshole up in the upper left corner. Yeah, he just whammed us all. Well, I was already previously whammed, but I was whammed again. Yeah, you're whammed um, so much. You're whammed for next probation. year, too. Double secret yeah, right. <laughs> I did that to Tara the other day. Uh, she goes, you can't ground me. I'm already grounded. You're double secret ground. She goes, what is that? I said, I don't know. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I start taking shit out of your room, and you're not going to know what it is. <laughs> My wife just uh, said, I want cherries. No, I don't want any cherries or pineapple. Because I don't know delicious. that's what it is. Uh, yeah, but pineapple's delicious. No, yes, it's horrible. Works good in other favors. First of all, thank you, Bobby. I was going to say, maybe, you know, maybe Steph wants you to eat some pineapple. Say, <laughs> no. Add a little no. flavor. <laughs> I don't know. But no, like I said, uh, I was on lockdown, so I didn't get to go do anything. Just stayed at home, played PlayStation. I don't, I don't even think I watched any good movies, to be honest. No? Aside aside from this one, which oh, actually was pretty good. Fair enough. Nice. So uh, I will just move it on to uh, Bobby. What's uh, what's up, buddy? What's well, new with you? This weekend was, uh, I was uh, literally all I was doing was, again, being the Christmas tree salesman this weekend. Yeah. My, my last weekend of selling them and. I'm happy to have my weekends back now. I don't have to be out there in the cold selling trees and putting on a smile going, I hate Okay, you. so when Bobby's Bobby's out there selling Christmas trees, am I the only one that just thinks of uh, freaking Feldman and Gremlins dressed up like a Christmas tree? <laughs> yes. Ah, fuck it, A, man. Dude, that is the best Christmas tree costume ever. <laughs> that should be a cosplay at a con. I mean, we can make it happen. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah. Other than make that, that happen. Besides, I watched this movie for today, and then it was just pretty much chill. There wasn't much going on, but next weekend I got a crazy, um, how should I say it, eggnog weekend coming up with a buddy of mine. We're uh, we're making eggnog a special. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, uh, are you? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just, I was gonna say yes. The Chad Daddy. Um, I'm going to that, Kevin. So, but, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk to Kevin. What's my name? What's my name, bitch. But, so yeah, it's just been it's just been chill. So now I can get back on to doing some other shit, and then I'm done with my one class this week, and then I start my last one next January, and then that's it with that. Nice, dude. So, get a little break. Sweet. And, uh, and then um, that's about it. I, I got nothing else really at the moment. TJ, what about you? Bye-bye. Okay, and what's up, guys? So, as I say every week, it is podcast here, podcast there, podcast everywhere. I had the joy of having Drew Maverick on the podcast. He's a guy who made a pool party massacre. He was on Rabbit Hole last Saturday. Super good conversation. Head on over to the Facebook and YouTube. Search Project Louder. Check out that really good episode this week on Rabbit Hole. We have Michael Bailey Smith. You might know him as Pluto from the Hills Have Eyes remake or Super Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street 5. He's going to be talking with Mick and I. Super excited about that episode. Uh, I'll tell you how that episode came to be when we... uh, Oh, fuck. Don't want to hit that big boy. Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you how that episode came to be whenever whenever we actually go to record. So it's always super stupid where I come up with these ideas. But hey, it all starts somewhere. It works, right? 
Brody says, hello, you sexy cunts. Brody. And Mason says, Officer Bob. It is an inside joke. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it yes. is. See, so. I feel like when you say Officer Bob, he needs to reply with like, how you doing there? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I can't no, that's say Tyler Roebuck. That's Roebuck. That's Roebuck? <laughs> yeah, that's how Roebuck sounds. <laughs> Is he, he is a typical Midwest dad? How you doing there? Uh, my answer is if you say Officer Bob, I'm like, who fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> who fucked you up? And I got this you were going. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, yes, rabbit hole. Michael Bailey Smith, Facebook, YouTube, this Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and of course, this week I took some of my extra money that I had from my extra shifts that I've been pulling at work. And I bought more movies. I got. I gave Chad a half chubby, Ooh. and I bought a bunch of Dario Argento films, and then some Dario Argento produced films. Uh, but first, let's talk about the mail call real quick. Sidebar. So I got uh, two films in. Uh, first, we got Killing Birds. Look at look at look at this slipcover, guys. Okay, Chad, that's just Matt with birds? the gloss. That looks. So oh, fun. oh, oh! That's Zombie Five, isn't it? Yes. Okay, so this has four titles. You ready? Zombie Flesh Eaters 4, Zombie 5, Killing Birds, and you ready? Well, here's here's the back of the slipcover, by the way. It's a bird. Boyd. Raptors. <laughs> wow. You mean Wait, did you me- say Zombie 5? Yes. Yeah. Wait, this really? is part of that series. No, it, it's one of the it's it's an Italian film, and you know, they kind of make movies and slap labels on them. So what Raptors. What is, is that? Is Raptors no, like this the is a ultimate? zombie movie? This has nothing to do with birds. This is a zombie movie. So why is it? So wow. oh, at the beginning, uh, the guy who catches his wife sleeping with another dude gets his eye pecked out by birds. That's it. We- <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's, it's like an Alfred movie. Hitchcock. So they give you killing birds in the first five minutes, and then we're like zombies. Yeah. <laughs> now That's this is going to make Chad laugh pretty hard. So you got Who Done It? Also from the Central. That look, look, look at it. Look at the mat and the gloss. Oh, it's just I like uh, that. That's, that's a nice contrast. Cool. That's a really nice contrast. Seven people are dead, and you're next. <laughs> I like that tagline. Now, look at this. Who done it? Island of Blood. This is the Ooh. alternate title with that. Now, that's the title I have heard of. Okay, I like that title. Now, Chad, you ready for this? What this is a slasher. Derived from an Agatha Christie novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that kind of makes sense because she wrote Who Done It yeah. stories. So, right. And that's why. Just make the, it a little bit more murderous. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, yeah, huh? That, yeah, that makes sense. So, for the uh, Dario Argento films, I got The Card Player, The Sect, The Church, and. The Phantom of the Opera, 1998. Ooh. Yes. Those, I got the notification that they're shipped today. So I'm super excited to talk about those whenever those get in. And they're newer films. I think the oldest film that's in that set was The Church. I believe that's 89. And that features Asia Argento, who Mm -hmm. we've seen in Demons 2, correct? Yes. And The Church was originally supposed to be another Demons sequel. Okay. Oh, yes. Nice. It's It's not bad. So the opening, they like bury a bunch of peasants in this mass grave, and then like these kids go back to this church, and like a bunch of crazy shit happens. But all I know is that ma- that mass grave turns into like a spire at some point, right, Chad? Something like that, and I don't really remember, but that well, but yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. The, it, the the cover art is like a spire of dead bodies made of dead bodies. It's really fucking rad. That's yeah. awesome. So I have to throw that without in the further ado, let's yeah. get into this week's motherfucking movie. This is actually a remake <laughs> of our second episode ever here at the Gore and More podcast. <laughs> and it is 2012's <laughs> Silent Night, directed by Stephen C. Miller. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Did you say your second episode? Hmm? I thought your second episode was The Burning. That's the first episode. No. No, no, no. no, no. The first episode, episode, was... first episode is this. Is Silent Night, Deadly Night? No. First episode first was uh, Town of the Dreaded Sundown. Right. Oh, that's right. Is this the third yeah, episode? Yeah, I think this is your third or fourth, I thought, maybe. Jeez. Yeah. No. Because you guys started in November, so you would have got a couple weeks till you got to Christmas, because you guys Pretty did. Sure Silent Night, Deadly Night's like episode three or four, right? It's at least three. I know that. Because okay. two was the burning. Right, because you guys definitely found... This is when I was just listening. And that's the only time we've ever reviewed two movies at once. Correct. Right. And I think you also, from that, you both admitted that uh, it was just too much for one episode. You're just like, you can't really... Yeah. Plus, those two movies back-to-back are really like... That second one's... Granted, you know we I mean? justified that in our head because the second movie is only 45 minutes in reality. Pretty much. Right, yeah. if you take out that first uh, first little chunk. But sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. Uh, Steve, I, just wanted, I was just like, no, man. I'm like, that was a little bit later. <laughs> it was definitely not your second. So Silent Night from 2012, directed by Stephen C. Miller, written by Jason Rothwell, produced by Shara K., Phyllis Lang, and Richard Saperstein. Starring Malcolm McDowell as Sheriff James Cooper, Jamie King as Deputy Aubrey Brattamore, Donald Logue as Santa Jim Epstein. Epstein. And kill himself. Ellen Wong as Brenda, Lisa Marie as Hillary Morwood, Courtney Jane White as Tiffany Revy, Courtney Palm as Maria, John Lowe as Mr. Bradamore. Is that what's his name's brother? What's that? Rob Lowe's brother? Is that no is John Lowe? <laughs> Dude, if that was Rob Lowe's brother, that because that's the big old dad, right? The yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the old guy. Rick Skeen as Ronald Jones Senior. Uh, I guess it is 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 the, is the dad. Uh, Brendan F- uh, Fair as Deputy Kevin Jordan. Andrew K- Seekin Seekin as oh Deputy Stanley Giles. Aaron Hughes as Frank Foster, and of course Kelly Wolfman as Goldie Willis. Music by Kevin Ripple. Cinematography by Joseph White. Edited by Seth Flom. Distributed by Anchor Bay Films. And you can definitely fucking tell. Released November 30th, 2012. Runtime of 94 midgets or little people if you want to be PC. Budget of $5 million. <laughs> grossed $130,000. What? Ooh. Yeah. It had extreme, that's why I put that note there. It had extremely limited release. It came out to like one theater here and a couple theaters overseas. Uh, fair enough. It, it was really meant just to go direct to video, basically. Oh, no shit. Bob, I'm popping you down. Oh, Chad, again. roll that beautiful bean footage, bitch. Face. Love those outfits. Those sluts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it buffering? Something for me? Nope. God, that fucking little girl was annoying as shit. You know what? Pretty lights. Yeah, I have some things to say about that. I heard this story. This fella dressed as Santa. He said about killing them. That was naughty. Creep. Every year, a new town. Everyone. Oh, 
What the fuck? It just jumped back on us. Yeah, it did. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. We can watch twice. I wonder what happened. Pretty that was nice. great. We got to see that little girl fucking cattle prod at the end. Stella. So works out. Again, I think the ghost from uh, Somewhat Supernatural stream from Friday are leaking in here. Ah. Any technical Every difficulties year. can be blamed on Steve. Town. Everyone so, knows uh, that story. We'll Brody's, Brody's, throw, Brody's going out there. The titties were uh, mm -hmm. straight juicy. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Juicy. I was wondering what that meant. I was wondering where it was going. Well, well, I mean, hey guys, going you can take it however you want. I'm are, are they moist? Are they sweaty? What is Listen, that? Listen, we've got a lead on our kill. Ski delicious. What if he was punishing them? I'll fix this in the audio version for uh, the watchers. We're just gonna have to take this maniac down ourselves. Malcolm McDowell is just a little like over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. Okay. Alrighty. It really was. Sorry about those technical difficulties. Like I said, it's all Steve's fault. So moving on. <laughs> Very nice. We have a plot rundown. Whose pick is this? I was well, say, I don't think anybody really picked it. I thought yeah, we this would just be uh, just put it on. Yeah, I think Somebody, it just kind of fell in. Was this a Bobby pick? What? No, this would be because this would be a, a year of the no, this, sequel. Yeah, this 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 falls into the sequel, the year of the sequel. Slash oh, I remake. thought this was just one of the picks that we picked for the special holiday thing. We all picked a movie. Well, you know what? I would love Bob to run it down for us if he could. Actually, yeah, do it. I'll run it down for you. To protect but wait, wait, Irvin, read the rundown. Yeah, you got to read it to us <laughs> like you're reading our rights. Mysterious masked man in a Santa suit starts dishing out murderous punishments. <laughs> he dreams naughty in a quiet Wisconsin town. It is up to the sheriff and his deputies to stop him in a town that boasts the largest Santa Claus parade around. I have never heard of a town that ever does that. So, okay. Uh, fair enough. Maybe I want to do a Wisconsin thing. Uh, yeah. No, they're cheeseheads. It's Christmas Eve. The blood froze freely and the murders are plenty. But can they catch the killer before he finishes his bloody rampage? Will anyone be left alive on Christmas morning? Yeah, some poor fucker didn't get laid. What? Yeah. Christmas morning. This was this was just this was my first watch of this. Same. Correct. It was just fun. This was. Like Yeah, this was not a movie that's gonna like change your life by any means, however. Whoever suggested when we when we picked our Christmas picks. Thank you. Because yeah, it was, was a fun. good ride. It, that, yeah. That's that's and what I, it is. I'm say this right away. Say the it. Santa. What's that? The look of Santa. Oh yeah, dude. Man. Oh, that was really that fucking was scary. Fucking creepy. Fuck. Fucking creepy, right? Like, what you know what have been made it better if he had the fur from Christmas Evil Santa on Ooh, him. Ooh, the dark, the dark. Yeah, uh, that would look cool. Chinchilla fur there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know chinchilla. what else would you fucking call. <laughs> no, man. Like, I like, I love the simplistic, like, dude, those dollar store mask, and he just makes his own, like, dude, like in a suitcase. Not, he keeps them around in a suitcase. Right. Like, that's, that's what's cool because, like, this isn't just your normal. It, it, it's still a masked Santa. Which are like, I don't know. I, obviously, we all like our mass serial killers. And this just... That, and they did one of my favorite things ever. They kept pace with the film, and they didn't spend too much time lore building until the end. They kept every, they kept the entire story for That's an end. That's true. 
Now, I will say, as much as I did like it, I do got to throw a couple punches at it because, like I said, it's a, it's a product of its time. Mm-hmm. So I feel J.J. Abrams would even say there's a little bit too many lens, lens flares going on in this movie. Ah, no, Michael Bay would say that. Mike, no, Bay does the explosions. No, 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 Bay's explosions. If you yeah. J. Abrams the, is the Texas Ch- Chainsaw remake, the 09 Friday remake in this film, they're all in the same family. Right, they but I'm saying if you look at so Abrams, if you look at Abrams like Star Trek and shit like that, dude, I'm just saying the lens flare is just he's oh, that's yeah. what he's known for. Yeah, that, that's true. That and I even have to, too. I have to kick myself in the nuts on this one because I know it's going to bring it up. But just like a movie that I made us watch a long time ago with our dear Alex Probst, we watched Splinter. This well, movie fucking had a shaky cam, bro. Yep, shaky I even wrote that down. I I wrote that down because I hated the whole shaky cam. Shaky cam. In, listen. I will give credit for shaky cam in one scene, one scene alone, and that is when he prod, cattle prods the fucking like tween little girl because <laughs> it makes sense why you would have shaky cam. She's getting electrocuted, but the rest <laughs> of it, it's like, oh my god, this is so jarring. I actually mm-hmm. didn't mind the shaky cam. I, I liked it. I thought it fit. That's fine. I it, did not. That's that was my takeaway too. Is the, the terrible shaky cam? I just had to like pick on myself just because I was like, well, I feel like Splinter's probably going to come up in this conversation. <laughs> But no, other than that, man, it was, dude, it was a fucking brutal movie. Uh, my wife came in during the Christmas tree scene, tree lot scene there. Nice. <laughs> right. Like one of the, probably the best scene, like best parts of the movie. Um, And she just watched it and she's like, I can't watch this one with you. I was like, why? <laughs> she's like, it's too just. No, she's like, I can't do the sounds. So I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> she can't do the sounds. She gets very squeamish when it comes, like, especially when you hear some bones. Like, when you just hear that, like, meat, like that squishy meat sound, you know what I mean, dude? Like, she, that just gets her. Hey, I'll make like, a macaroni and cheese. Right? <laughs> no, definitely not mac and cheese. No. Get the fuck back here. Uh, hey, <laughs> speaking of cunts, let's, let's hear from one. Yeah. Love it. Main cunt. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> it is your DKB here once again, all the way from motherfucking <laughs> down under. And today I'm going to give you my two cents, as I do every fucking week, <laughs> on a little film from 2012 yeah, called Silent Night. Silent Night. Holy Santa Claus shit. This film is <laughs> pedal to the metal from the word fucking go. This had everything that I love in a slasher film. The dark humor. You hear the like train? Bulk violence, yeah. The bulk fucking violence. And the titty titty bang bangs. You know, you got titties fucking around and shit. I love me some titty titties. So but in saying that, what makes this film for me is the third act, and that's all due to the lighting. The lighting in this film is fucking magnificent. So whoever lit this film, hats off to you, brother, or mother, sister, whatever. Um... I think it definitely makes this film Ugh. fucking great, honestly. I do love our uh, Slash's uh, character design. You know, it's simple, but yet somewhat effective in, in a creepy, weird way. Um, I also love that they don't try and force the twist in your face, you know, like some movies. Like they, some movies explain the twist as if you're fucking stupid, you know. This just gives you sub- subtle hints throughout the film, and then it shows you at the end why the killer is and who he is for that reason, you know? And I like that. And then it just ended, and I was like, 
That's all you need. That's all you need. You don't have to go too overboard with that shit. Um, yeah, so as I said, this film did not disappoint, and I'm probably going to have to give this a Gora Moore score of a 3.9. I'm going to give it a 3.9, because it definitely caught me off guard, and it had everything that I wanted, you know. Um, yeah, <coughs> amazing film. Whoever picked it this week... You're a motherfucking legend. <laughs> so, once again, this is your DKB signing out. And as I say, every fucking week, get fucked, cunts, right? <laughs> and all the best. <laughs> Peace train. Home skillets. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why, but the moment he started his video, I had like tears streaming down because I was like, starting to laugh <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd like to propose that we change something in our show notes from now on i think the best tits hottest girl category should now be called titty titty bang bang <laughs> i'm not opposed to that i think that's a perfect fit <laughs> and uh when i do get the soundboard that will be a sound <laughs> titty titty bang bang <laughs> oh. so guys yes I Moving love on. Movie. Yeah. this movie. This movie's fucking nuts. This was a pleasant surprise. It was a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, I I can agree with that too. I agree with Chad. I I would even not even bother calling this a remake. It doesn't. No. Aside from the the antler kill, there is nothing of the original in this, and I think it works better that way. I I agree with that too. They even even the description because I actually watched it on Prime. The description says, in the <laughs> loose remake, I watched it. I'm like, that's very loose. I would say, the like, electricity kill can be inspired from the electricity kill in two. I would say maybe, like, reboot more than remake. Or I would say somebody else's take on the whole thing, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Because yeah, I mean, it was Silent Night, too, not Silent Night. I mean, that, honestly, and I don't know if you guys, Scoob, if you're listening to, you could throw this out because you were on last week. I almost feel you could have called this Christmas evil, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that name would have worked crazy for this movie, but uh, believe it or not, this is actually based on a true story too. Is it really like flamethrower Santa? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's in my uh, show notes. It's the very first thing that I have. Uh, you guys want me to you know, talk about the movie a little more? Do you want to get... All right. So the 2012 adaptation of silent night is based on a real event known as the Covina massacre. On Christmas Eve in 2008, so this is actually pretty recent, a 45-year-old man named Bruce Jeffrey Pardo killed nine people by gunshot wounds or an arson fire at a holiday party. Pardo wore a Santa suit during the massacre, as does the main antagonist in Silent Night. That's fucked up. That's fucking... That is (laughs) insane, dude. That is creepy as hell. In 2008, dude, it's like you said really not that long ago no it's not it's just like a dozen years ago and you got to think now it makes also makes you kind of wondering though was he inspired by the original silent night deadly night to dress up as santa during it was he dressed up as santa for Mm. the holiday party and he just snapped so it could be it could be life imitating art this could be like art imitating life imitating art there you go yeah yeah dude there's a movie for you i mean not that it kind of hasn't been done before but it's like Inception. Dude, so if you made a, a new oh. Silent Night, but Silent Night Inception style. 
Or would you do it? Or would you do it like House of Dreaded Sundown, where like the OG movie exists in the new movie or something like that, and then that's what like could tweak your. That could be a fun twist. Interesting. All right. What we got, dude? What else? Uh, This is the third remake of an '80s horror film in which Jamie King has starred. She previously starred in My Bloody Valentine in 2009. Oh man! By the way, we're watching that next year. Are we? Yes, we are. are. Yeah, Jensen Ackles. Yeah, and she was uh, in Mother's Day in 2010, a remake of the 1980 slasher trauma film. Not, not seen that one. Me neither. Uh, that's a trauma film. Is it really? Yes, sir. Mother's Day. That is, that is like really, really early first trauma, practically. Yes, uh, Lloyd like loves that film. Loves it. He's very proud of it. No shit. Awesome. I mean, he has to be if it got a fucking Hollywood remake. How many years later? Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, they'd be interesting. Not many to... trauma films get remade with big budgets. Well, are, are speaking of, aren't we getting Toxie now? Aren't they re- Aren't they bringing him back? Well, old Dinklage is Dinklage actually playing Toxie or what? I think I've he's re- playing Melvin. I've I've read conflicting things. We don't know. We'll Maybe he'll it. voice Toxie. There you go. I want to get three different fucking voices like in the first one again, dude. <laughs> Where it's like all <laughs> fucking crazy dubbing and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Okay, anyway, continuing on. The line, what is this? Garbage Day is a reference to Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Why? Yeah. That was pretty uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, there's a scene where an elderly man wakes up after not talking for a year to warn his grandson to watch out. This pays homage to the original. The scene in the original, remember where... Yep. Uh, Fucking boy's mint. That's what ah. that scene was. That scene was fucking mint. Okay. <laughs> so that explains that for me because unfortunately I have never actually seen the original. I've only heard you guys talk about it. Oh, the original oh. is so fun for me to watch. I, I have should, to watch. You definitely need to watch the original. It's really it, good. It sucks, man. Like they have two through fucking five and, yeah. well, and six on fucking Tubi, except for the first one. It's like, God damn it. I'm sure I can find it on Prime or whatever. Anyways, what else you got, Chad? Sorry. I don't the film's you. Wisconsin setting is a reference to the protests of the original film, which were centered in Milwaukee. Okay. Oh, this is the second horror remake of a seasonal slasher film Michael McDowell starred in after Halloween. Halloween. He also regretfully turned down a role in Black Christmas, the first seasonal slasher film. Oh, you idiots! Oh, we could have got Malcolm McDowell and Billy together. He could have. Malcolm McDowell is Billy. Oh, I can't wait. He comes back next week. <laughs> yeah. hey, don't be pulling a chubby now. You got to pull. He wants a lick. Okay, keep going. Uh, at one point, <laughs> Sheriff Coop. <laughs> you literally just stopped his train. Broke dude. Chad. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait for next week. <laughs> okay, at one point, Sheriff Cooper mentioned CSI, CSI Miami. Uh, Brendan Fair, who plays Deputy Jordan, starred as Dan Cooper in this series from 2008. Okay. And Maria is briefly choked with a shower curtain before she escapes the apartment. This is an homage to Claire's death scene in Black Christmas, where yep. she is strangled to death with a laundry bag. Yep. I loved it. Such a good visual homage. And that Ooh. was when he went back in, or that's when the uh, dude who got, who I got, who I thought got killed, but he got the uh, sickle in the nuts. That's when he shot through the wall, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And that's all I got. There wasn't much behind the scenes. It's uh, pretty basic. It's very, uh, very... I love loved the Resident Evil fall out of the window. Bro. That f- 
I love the movie Man Pick Up Just Perfect Placement Soft Garbage. I think all good horror movies have a, have a uh, slow action sequence at some point. I would say at least 90% of them do, that's for sure. Jason Goes to Hell has a whole diner sequence. <laughs> oh, that literally had it fits so perfect. It but it's funny though, because it went from the slow dive to uh, the crazy shake can right? run and across that's what, the parking and, lot. And that's what I like about it. It's, it's such a change of pace. It's and so it extreme, breaks up, It breaks up the monotony of it. And I think that it just kind of works because it's so out of this world but this whole movie is he pulls out a oh. fucking flamethrower at some point Dude. Uh, you brought a flamethrower to a gunfight that <laughs> right the fact that he was just so fucking confident yet he missed malcolm mcdowell is amazing in this film he is yes, he is Completely over the top and perfect for it, dude. <laughs> and don't even try to be a hero. That's my job. My job. <laughs> I told you I'd fucking hit him. Like, what I'm saying, dude. What I, when when we get to the D bag question, it's gonna be a tough one in this one, dude. Because see, I can't pick the sheriff just because of all of his lines. It was, it was so stupid. One of my favorite lines. She's they're talking about Carson, and she's like double S. It's like ah, double S, double screwed. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so dumb. But I had to rewind it to hear it again. No, so we're not going to cancel the parade. No, all criminals mess up at some point. They do. <laughs> I love when the review. I love when the review of the tape too. Double S. He looks yes. at her. Goes as goes double S. Hmm. That tape. That tape scene so fucking. The tape weird. where oh, he just happened. he puts on the glasses <laughs> like old man style right at the edge of the nose. <laughs> <laughs> just, ah, it's like we oh. can fast forward this. Nope. We get to see everything. <laughs> love it. Fucking that, love the it. jump scare when everybody else is scared. He's like, what? Right? What? <laughs> Fucking Santa. You know what? It worked. It, it made me hop a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't Can expecting it. Him man of the year award. Right. What's that? Give him the man of the year. Yeah. Award. Yeah. Yeah. For a movie he did in 2012? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if we're doing this, we're giving James Woods it every year just for existing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, anyway, yes. <laughs> no, man. Like, yeah, just can, like this movie was over the top. It gave you a ton of blood, which was great. It, mm-hmm. it also oh, gave blood too. Can we, I talk about like the, the CGI and practical was like really well balanced? Yeah, yeah. Really was. Was. CGI I was, was just that. It was just excess blood to just, especially with the head explosion. Yeah. Oh. Well, that and the shot. Uh, I mean, I know. I do wish that uh, the ho 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 brass knuckle sequence actually showed the head exploding upon impact. I think that, that would have been, so. been more something more along the lines of that Halloween uh, sequence when Michael's in the hospital and he mm-hmm. kind of like shows you show him stabbing that girl too the much. Nurse. I, I wish that they would show that him going overboard with that dude's face the way that we know he did with the ho ho ho. Uh, knuckles that, to me that was just rad it was kind of weird though like i was expecting it to be more fucked up when they had him placed up against the jail cell you know what i mean like as i thought he was now like, right like yeah. dude if they gave you if they gave us what you just said like a full like face cave in because the guy just went so this is in halloween 2018 and he's not Sar- what, what's his name sardine that's what we're gonna call him sardine that's the guy's name uh, i was thinking because h2 he does it with the foot stomp but does he yeah he does it to the one guy outside of the titty bar Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. I can't think of his fucking name right now, but he's been in like every other Rob Zombie movie, too. Yeah. Um, but no, man, this movie's still brutal as fuck. I like, mean, it also has one of the few kills where it really makes oh, you go, oh, shit. They you know that. what a good movie that did that? The Head Crush? 
Adams movie, Texas Chainsaw 3D, the the butcher the, the basement scene with yes. the uh, KMB to the, the effects dummy whenever he takes the hammer and beats the dude's skull in. Yep. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, that's I that's the one I, that comes to mind immediately that's done really well. I got to see that in theaters twice, actually. That's nice. Really? That's that's Brad. In 3D? <laughs> 3D the first yeah, time I, and then I, not I 3D the second time. Yeah. This movie I had also, to see it 3D the first time, dude. This movie really made you if you're a kid though would make you fear Christmas. Oh, my God. Dude, my daughter kept trying to, like, ask me about this movie. And I'm like, I can't even talk to you about it. She's like, why? I'm like, no, <laughs> I just can't. Karen <laughs> watched it and complained the whole time. <laughs> She's like, this isn't the original, Dad. She's like, it's copying. This is a copy. Dude, you horror like, snobbed your daughter out, bro. That's oh, not good. The moment they put put him up on the, on the antlers, she's <laughs> like, nah. No, it's a copy, Dad. It's a copy. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you kick her out of the room? I would have. No, I uh we spent like, dinner get out, explaining get what an homage was. Ah. <laughs> and the word of the day is oh yeah. <laughs> no but uh, and you know what? Like Brody, I I gotta say would uh agree with Brody, man, like the lore wasn't thrown at you like right in the get go, so it didn't just get chogged down with that. Yeah, saved it right to the end, which was. I honestly wasn't even expecting that. I didn't even know if they were going to give it give us that. that you know, I was we, wondering if they were even going to reveal the killer's identity. So because yep, they got surprised. so far into it, I was just like, you know what? I don't even care. It could just be some fucking dude. It doesn't bother me. Like again, we've we've grown to accept that as slasher films because sometimes that is used as a scapegoat for oh, a story. So yeah, again. Fuck it. They could have gotten away, but they they gave us that extra little sprinkle, a little extra cr- uh, cream on the on, on there, and uh, we sopped it up, baby, and it was delicious. Every little bite, potentially leaving it open for a sequel that we'll probably never get. <laughs> and I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that they didn't unmask the killer at the end because it wouldn't have served any purpose to the story because it would just look exactly. at them and be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Exactly. Right? Because <laughs> they had no connection to him whatsoever. And I mean, yeah. some of the people that died, like well, they did, did, but not that they knew of. The reasoning right. for his him killing is similar to the first one as well, because he views a very violent act and then replicates. Mm-hmm. True. That's how the first one happens. And it's so, it's, he, a, he, it's he, a violent he, Santa, just the Santa who or who is the mm-hmm. Santa? Just yeah. The only thing I didn't mm-hmm. like at the end was. You see the mask melting. Like, if there was a sequel, I would have loved to have seen that part of the mask like melted to his face and made it more grotesque. And or even I think that's F- why we got that shot of the melt of uh, right uh, the uh, fucked up like, half yeah. side of his face at least. Like, and you and I feel like if something like that melted in your face, you're not giving it off. Kind of like the strangers pray at night, sackhead. It's kind of like starts to melt into your skin type thing. Be that, I was thinking like chrome skull or whatever like that, where it's all fucking like glued yeah. on. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. So, uh, and guys, we got an axe duel in this movie. I know that was fucking awesome. <laughs> I wish it lasted a little longer, but can we talk yeah. about the foreshadowing and how they foreshadowed that with the blue light and contrasting it to the to the red light? Can we just talk about all the lighting in this movie? It's I mean, beautiful. We had it at one point, but <laughs> Terry goes, "Oh, it's green. Oh, it's re- oh, it's Christmas." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." It was very well that, done too. Oh my god, that whole in the police station, man, with just the emergency lights alone, that was great. That's like, uh, I, when we get to it. Never mind. Early. And Ken, oh, I man. love the garbage day reference. Immediately followed up by the heavy metal, and then the ice pick in the eye. 
Like you're just like, is that what that is? Is it an ice pick? I couldn't. I thought it was a pickaxe. I thought it was. was It's like a small pickaxe. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, but the problem that I had with that is when I saw it, I'm like, it didn't go all the way in. That and then the whole logistics happened. We 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 have the same conversation we had in uh, Slumber Party Massacre too. Is how did he accurately swing that inside (laughs) the fucking car? Well, I think he was in the back seat. Yeah, but okay, the headrests. What do you do? Remove the headrests. Listen. Because I really did think about this because I was questioning of how the fuck he even opened the window. It's and I was like, okay, so let's just say this is just spitballing. He's got the he's got the seat already down. He uses the weapon because it's an automatic window to roll down the window so that the guy comes up and what he's no you notice the seat being down when we got the the POV shot of him. Would you have noticed an arm too pressing a button? No, I said he would use the weapon because he'd be in the back seat. So you'd have to use your weapon as an extension to hit the little switch. Okay. The window's down. He goes up to it. Now, I don't know about you. I didn't personally notice the backrest of the second seat. I looked in the passenger, which you saw, but the second one you didn't really see. So I figured if that's down, that would give you enough room for a small sway out that window from the back seat. But mm-hmm. Officer Bob, you got to tell me, man, you're the one who uh, knows the ship. <laughs> Yeah, come on, well, officer. My Bob. calculations yes, are correct. My calculations are correct. I don't fucking know. This okay, baby hits right 88 up. miles per hour. This baby hits 88 hey, miles per hour. And don't say detective Bob just yet. You cut him some That's slack. true. He's gotta he's gotta work those ranks, dude. That's right. Yeah. Fucking rookie. You gotta do the subway shit the first for a few years. <laughs> subway fresh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you're guarding a subway in the subway, dude, that is a uh, that's a hell of a job. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, Lock you ain't getting no treat on that sandwich. Move it along, man. Move it along. <laughs> so, uh, should we jump into some questions, gentlemen? Yeah. yeah let's, so, let's uh, bad boy long. I watch it on Tubi as well. Prime. Okay. Why'd you watch it on Prime, by the way, buddy? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I well, when I was doing homework, I I it did, I know you said Tubi, but then I'm like. I I had Amazon up already, so I said, "Oh, let me look." And I said, "Oh, it's got it just had it had a 4K resolution to it." So I said, "Fuck it." There you go. I was just wondering if you were just like, you know what? Fuck commercials. I don't want to see any of them. All that too. So yeah, and honestly, I think I I only had like maybe two or three commercials. I had two. Yeah, I was thinking two, but I could have been wrong. My first commercial break was timed horribly. It was halfway through the the the, uh, pickaxe in the eye. Oh, oh really? <laughs> mine was right. Mine was right in the middle of when that little uh, girl was bitching out her mom about going shopping, wow. and it did that, and it came back right as the doorbell rang, and I was like, "Perfect." The same, <laughs> way, the same way that that girl got knocked out is the same way they ended Goldberg's streak in WCW. The old taser to the chest. <laughs> they taser and then they fucking picked him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, he just did a whole documentary about his streak. Did he? Of course. I'm going to argue and say that they got the number wrong, but that's just me being the guy. But I thought it was 182, not 173. Just say it. Do they? I, I obviously sidebar on this, but do they say why that? Like, do they take any away from him or anything? Or? They, they, they just state that it was a 173 win streak. And I'm, I believe I've said it on this show before, whenever we talked about uh, Santa's sleigh, that it was 180 something. Hey, Google, what was Goldberg's winning streak in WCW? 174 days. According to Wikipedia, 
That started 174 days. Days or is it wins? 173 to zero. And after 174 days as champion, when he lost the title to Kevin Nash after Scott Hall, disguised as a ringside security guard, made a run. I hope everybody can hear this. That could be where the confusion is. They're probably the the documentary might be going by days, not wins. There also is unreported house shows (laughs) wins that were that don't get recorded. So that's where the confusion was. Because again, we have access to podcasts like 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff and the owner of WCW when he goes, Well, there were extra matches. So, you know, that's what I'm getting my okay. And like Chad said, the days to match ratio thing. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Little jerk the curtain there way, for everybody. He was one of the best built wrestlers ever because in the 90s, you believe that that man, nobody could beat him. Dude, <laughs> the tits. Listen, he was going to be, if there was ever a live action DBZ that was done right, he was going to yeah. be fucking Napa. Full oh, yeah. There was yeah. No yeah. way he wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> still could be. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I, right. I think Dave Batista would be uh, more believable now. Agreed. Napa? Yeah. <sighs> Probably. Tom Hardy with a thin mustache. <laughs> Although, because <laughs> now Fox, now Disney owns Fox. Fox. Now, owns- we don't need. A, we don't need a live action DBZ. Don't even. Go. Never. Never. No. Fuck it. Why? I don't think it's uh, it has the potential of being good the way other things are it, it's pretty much unfilmable you can't do it i would leave it have alone. you watched uh have you watched rise of the monkey king on netflix that's literally dbz's right there that's more original dragon ball than dbz dbz no, no, i know but i'm just saying like sagas i'm just saying like that's you, i'm just saying like that's how you could do it though like they already proved that you could do like people flying around and powers and yeah so i don't know Okay, if, if 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 it is done and it hasn't been done proper to date, no. Oh, I'll fully give you out that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The last one was. A I trophy. just think it's hard to emulate a show that kind of utilizes the fact that it's animated to its fullest potential and kind of goes overboard. That's it's fair. just one of those things that then you'd have to make a movie that's equal to that, or people are going to bitch. And I think that that's what's happened at this point is people are fail to capture that is the outrageousness that is the television show. Yeah. Because you got to take. I was just thinking for overly animated. I was just thinking. I was like, well, they did it for Endgame. Yeah, but yeah, but think about it. Just, just the whole, (laughs) the whole Saiyan slash Frieza saga saga itself would have to be a trilogy. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying it wouldn't do. Like, I figured it would be like you'd get the. I figured the first movie would just be the Saiyans. Like you'd get Raditz right off the bat. He'd die quick, and then you could do like a flash forward of like you don't have to have Goku like do the whole snake way. Like there's some stuff you could probably cut out. There's you a lot I mean? you can cut out. Right. Like, dude, any of the filler episodes, just get rid of that shit. We, you know what we want. We want fucking baseline story, right into fighting, amazing, you know, amazing fights, then done. For To hear the rest of John's filibuster about the Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> yeah, right. tune into our Patreon at patreon.com slash Project Louder. And uh, $5 a month, and you can become a certified Jive Turkey and have access to exclusive Ooh. content, interviews, Patreon. Q and A's and live shoutouts. So head oh, on over to patreon.com slash project club. Thanks for bringing, thanks for bringing that up. By the way, that reminded me last, last week I meant to pick the jive Turkey Santa Claus mm. as my pick for favorite character. Remember when they did the up, he's like, this is a bunch of jive. <laughs> <laughs> like he had one line and that was the best part of the whole movie. Fuck it, eh? 
Douche. Who is the worst part of this movie, guys? <sighs> Man. This is a tough call. A big tough call. There's a lot of douchebags in this town. Oh, no, I know who it is. It's that bitch boy of a cop. Oh, Giles? he was a oh, Giles? He was just an idiot. I found I was him- gonna say the preacher. Hey, yeah, I, I, I'm not feeling yeah. good, guys. I can't go out. Oh, you, oh, I'm, oh I'm not saying that dude wasn't a pussy, but I think the Reverend. I got to agree. It was, was the like, creepy, yeah, uh, Reverend was creepy, like a, rapey preacher. Yeah. yeah. You know something? I, I'm just going to have to agree with that because he was just. Because like you have the dude, the Coke selling Santa, and he was a dick, but it's like, well, he's a, he's also. Why a, did that look like the dad from ALF with chemo? <laughs> yeah, oh, glasses on him, dude. He would have been. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially you know Willie Tanner. Off, dude. Like... <laughs> oh, I say though, his death was very satisfying. That was oh, a hell yes. of a yeah, a hell of a lot of blood splatter for one good shot, dude. Well, like... it was right in his head. Can I oh, talk no. about you want to talk about showing an empowered woman properly that. Mm-hmm. That is that is something. But that so that many. brings up one of my pet peeves on movies like that when they do a headshot. Why is it always dead center? Because everybody's at the best shot. like spot. I don't know. But every time you see that in the movie, it's never like off to the left or anything. It's Not always true. right. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. You get shot off to the left. Ooh. Yeah, right here. Okay, I'll give you that. But part six. Part right. six. So you're baby. saying for most most of them that are a kill, like a legit kill. They, yeah, it's you're right. dead center. Like dead center. FBI barely could hit Jason, and Jason goes to hell. He got shot over a hundred times, varying calibers. This and guy they had a headshot here with the crack of a mess. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth seems not to follow those rules, but as Chad said, every single other fucking movie that's ever existed does. So, so special effects guys out there, start putting them off kilter. You're starting to bother Chad. Yeah, ah. shoot them in the eye or something. Make it. <laughs> you know, I love eye. I shot. always make a good eye shot. That's fine. Actually, no, it wasn't. No, that was a machete. Never mind. Oh, um, funny about that scene though. What you were talking about the woman empowerment. I just liked how she literally like she just murked a dude, and like that was the mental clarity she clarity she needed to finish her fucking crossword puzzle. Well, it was her standing up for herself. I think well, her I getting up in the alleyway was like woke her up to be like, okay, I can't do this without my husband. I'm not mentally strong enough to fight back. And I think by her standing up to him. And overpowering him. And the moment right. he pulled out that gun, that was a moment for her to justify to herself that, yes, she can do this. She can perform her job to the best of her abilities and defend herself. And I think that that's the entire point of that that character and that kind of subplot going throughout the film as it shows a sort of character development. Because at the beginning of this film, we see this very broken and troubled uh, young lady. And by the end, we see this lady that's kind of been reborn through to the, through the trauma that allowed her to heal from past trauma, if that makes sense. So right. she came out kind of better and stronger, even though so much loss happened all, along the way. I think that it kind of, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. So in other no, words, we get what you're saying though. Listen, yeah. she had her Linda Hamilton moment. She did good. I just thought it was, a f- I just, I was hoping for the little bit of humor moment. Like she would have like whipped the crossword out of her back pocket and been like snowflake. Like right after the shot. <laughs> okay. Like then like, oh perfect. But so, so for douche of the movie, yeah, I'm gonna go with Reverend. And yeah, I'm I agree. secondary I'll go douche. With I'll go with Giles. Uh favorite kill, motherfuckers. So 
Fuck it. Came up with it. Little girl. Little girl. The speed. The taser kill. Fuck yeah! Listen, that's the most satisfying kill. That is for sure. Like, it's <laughs> not every. It's not every movie where that's you see Santa Claus at the door. What do you got for me, bitch? Here you go. Just sticks it right in her chest and says, "Fuck you." That yeah, but that scene wouldn't have meant shit if they didn't give you that little like one minute beforehand of her just no. being a full cunt to her mom. Exactly. And you were just like, I, I I will agree. That was definitely like the most like justified like. Ah, like when you got to- <laughs> but, but don't get me wrong, there's still that little bit of it's a little kid, but it's also like you suck. It was more like fuck that little kid. They, yeah, they made sure to establish that this kid fucking sucked before they hit her with a taser. Yeah, that they did. And they established that pretty well. I actually I gotta go with the wood chipper kill. Oh, absolutely, dude. For the sheer brutality of it. He could have went for the quick kill and shoved her in head first. No, he jams her in feet first. She right. was feeling that for a while. And the best part is I like how all the way until the moment her head hit. Mm-hmm. I like how he tossed in her extra foot just to get that little bit of extra meat just to show her like what the fuck is about. You know what I mean? Like yeah, dude, that was, and like I said, that was the scene the wife walked in, and she was just like, she saw about 30 seconds of that when he was like pushing her down. She was just like, nope, and then just walked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the scene where I come in and go, that's the shit. Bobby's like, what are we watching? Just sitting right down on the couch. Yeah. Like, what are we watching? <sighs> I understand, dude. I'd be the same way. Oh, yeah. The woman who was naked getting chipped away. So, never mind. Well, she wasn't naked. She was topless. But, you know. but I oh, personally yeah. like the Christmas tr- uh, Christmas lights kill. In the beginning? That's fantastic. I think that that whole opening sequence is pretty rad, but I think that that whole Christmas lights kill of like him down there and him thinking that he's getting free, but it's just fucking Santa. And, and then- the best is like the shit he says to Santa before he dies. Like, I love the shit he says in panic. Like, come on, man. She was fucking begging for it. Like, okay. If the, even if that was the husband about to kill you, that is not the fucking thing to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. But obviously, you know, panic state, he's looking death in the eye. I just like how he's like, I didn't know she was married. I didn't see a ring on it. And he's just like, I really don't give a fuck. I also like when she, the cop came and found him that the Santa was still lit up in the background. Yeah, it was like <laughs> perfect right in that spot. But, oh man. There was a lot of good kills in this movie, dude. I would like even the even the headshot was just a gnarly kill alone, just because of the amount of blood that came out of that. Even thing. the sheriff's death with a flamethrower—it's like you don't see that brass knuckle. Yeah, I mean, dude, you get a lot. I, I don't know about you guys, but I would love to know what was the triggering point for this guy to finally start killing. It, there wasn't. He's I think been it was right from the beginning. Down, I think down. like once he saw what happened. I mean, obviously, we're in spoiler territory now. Once he saw his dad do his thing. He so he's been doing this for point. years is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, they said he's that, been going out of the towns. I didn't really make that connection, but I got Which, it. It just seems weird, like, now that he came back to his hometown. Or, yeah. Well, they, I guess, they, no, that is the hometown, because it would have been the dad that was the. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one scene with the homicide list, that whole list. I think there was a couple that were connected to him. So. so Wait, what was it? Remember when the deputy has the list? They printed up a list of um, the murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like different towns, but there was one 
that was uh, pinned, I think, to this guy, or you know, supposedly well, it was pinned to the Epstein dude because he was at the same place at the same time when the shit went down. Right, Mr. Snow, Mr. Snow, yeah. <laughs> what a great Santa name. Um, best scene. I think they called him Mr. Snow because he was a coke dealer. But anyway, oh, that's absolutely. my guess too. Yeah, best, uh, best scene. scene. Yeah, boys. Again, that that act, the whole jail sequence. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go with that whole third act yeah. in the jail in the uh, in the police station. Yeah, just as soon as like they kill, he kills the lights. Mm-hmm. Emergency lights come on. The fucking rain or the water comes on, dude. It's on. Like, oh, oh such a good scene. Oh man, that's it's a fun movie, dude. Like I said, it's 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 definitely hard to kind of like like. Because you could still even say the whole lead up like that porn scene into the whole wood chipper scene. Like I dug that too. Yeah, I gotta say, I, if I kind of feel like a lot of this this movie borrows a lot from the My Bloody Valentine remake. That that fucking yeah. sequence of her running naked through everything. That's total My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> That's cool I enjoyed it. We don't get to see any little people get ejected into a fucking ceiling, though. So, I my favorite scene. I would have to agree with uh, Brody. The uh, the third act, because one of my favorite shots is the Santa going down that hallway with the red, and you just you just see the black yeah. looking through like it. That subtle creepiness was perfect. It looks scene. like. Uh... The mask that uh, Shelly wears in part three with a Santa beard attached to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very much. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. So the, that whole clear face. I mean, I love the whole movie, but the third act—that's my favorite scene. The whole thing. I mean, it definitely brings you in too. That's for sure. So, with that, we would say opening scene. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Fucking man. Yeah, you got great. Some great, awesome Christmas kills right off the bat. Some cool, like, making of a mask montage, I would say. Mm -hmm. Kind of a a proper introduction to your killer. Yeah. And not, like, doesn't take too long. Gets right to the point. And, yeah. We do have to mention that Santa talks once. And what is... I I thought he was going to say naughty. And he didn't even say that. Or punished. He said, not nice. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I figured they were going to go with the naughty line. But. So, titty, titty, bang, bang. Titty, titty, bang. Uh, <laughs> can I just say the whole choir of uh, girls dressed as Santas? Yeah. I'm going to go with the girl who had hers out. I'm with Bobby. Fair enough. Not Asian fever, Chad. Uh, she wasn't bad. Okay, fair enough. She was pretty young in this, though. Maybe Chad was that. Maybe <laughs> she ain't no Trini. So no uh, score. I like the score. For yeah, it was this. pretty good. It fit it pretty well. Had no wham. Thank no God. wham. <laughs> no wham. Favorite no wham character. I got to go with the sheriff. Yeah, I was gonna say Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> I love yeah, the sheriff. I, I, but sheriff, it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve for all of us. Yeah, that's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we all picked the sheriff on this. Well, scary. Uh, I'm gonna say for again another one of those few films. It actually, there's the jump scares that were effective. John admitted earlier that he got a little pop yeah. there. So I think that yes, this film is scary at points, only because it utilizes everything that has it at its disposal properly. 
I would and say def- definitely, I would- definitely props to the mask too. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. just, like I said earlier, I would definitely not show this to my kid. No, like this is no. not one of the horror movies. I was like, like now your daughter, she's obviously yeah, accustomed. Desensitized, yeah. yeah. She's accustomed to it. Um, but you definitely don't want to show this to like a kid probably under the age you, of 10. I wish I could have uh, showed you her reaction to the Evil Dead game trailer. Yeah. The, the <sighs> fact that it features Kelly so heavily, wow. she popped so hard. Oh, it was great. See, I went nuts when it showed fucking Arthur. Same. <laughs> Same. I was like, holy shit, it's Arthur. Right? Like, what the fuck? We're going to play we, the fuck out of that. Can we sidebar on that real quick? I'm just taking a guess. Are we talking like Friday 13th, Dead by Daylight style, I'm guessing? It doesn't look that way. You don't know. It looks like it's four-player co-op, but no, I can't uh, tell. Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, shit. No, that's that's terrible. There's that's a four-on-one a- mode. One of them's gonna be a deadite, and you're gonna hunt the fucking deadite. You're a third-person shooter, you know. And then well, that's why, that's why I kind of figured like that's why I figured it was kind of like maybe like a Jason game, but it going to be yeah. more like like Dead Space Two multiplayer. So you got like a team of yeah, who yeah, are actually yeah, the yeah. enemies, and then four people who that, are the heroes. That's how I saw it, and then I saw okay. like maybe like a special infected or something, and then like maybe even have like uh, Ash be like a Jarvis power up in the game, Friday Thirteenth game. Right, you like you get start as Ash. That's not fair. Well, yeah, if you did, I think like you would have to go like either maybe find or maybe even have to like make the chainsaw or you yeah. know like who knows like oh, actually no that would be pretty cool though that would that's bad. I'm excited either way. I can't wait for that shit to fucking drop. They have to have a balance of characters. There's plenty of established characters to play with. It's just that Ash has to be like at so, some point. Who was the dude in the flannel? That was the one I did not know. And I felt stupid because I didn't. Is know that the dude from uh, Evil Dead Two that is? See, with that's what I was girl. wondering. Yeah, but I couldn't. I was well, watching the guide. Watch it again. I don't well, remember the guide, the 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 redneck guide that helps. No. no, 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 no. Do the no. flannel, and he's got like feathered blonde hair. And I thought it was like the one boyfriend from maybe oh. the first one. Oh, him, him. Like he gets yeah. like the really big yes. mouth with like double yes. layer. Yeah, I know. That's maybe. Unless it's unless. It's the dude who opens the book in Evil Dead remake. Oh, maybe. Which also could be, and I. No, that would be cool. Actually, the video game because the, the, the video game remake is a little technically beefier. in canon. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 so, so everything in, in here is legit. So they did the actual like, dude. That would be awesome if they pulled in the series. The best power up would be evil just by trends right now. I'd say it's probably similar to Dead by Daylight and Predator Hunting Grounds play wise. Right. That's what I would that's what I just guessed by based on the third person like co-op. I don't think that there's a survive an escape more than there is a survive thing to this game. Probably. Yeah, it's probably gonna be yeah. Now if it gives us like an actual like co-op single like co-op story mode, that'd be that's fucking so- great. See, I'd rather have I'd rather have a nice story mode game than I would yeah. too. I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not a big fan of player player versus player games. I, I hope that this is just a whole co-op story thing and this could be like a left for dead type. Experience. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. That would be wicked. I think there's a game called Back for Blood that's like that. You don't have to look that up. There's a game uh, called Remnant that I just downloaded. It's third person. It's like that, though, too. Hunting monsters and shit, co-op. But Also, I reviewed the footage that we recorded for Joints and Joysticks. And I don't know if it was the player I was on, but it seems we have some skippage issues. I'm going to fix it and see if I can uh, convert it to a different file format. All right, let but, me see if I can. I mean, if anything, maybe I could like compress it or something on Sunday. I don't know if it was. 
again, I got to fuck with it a little bit more on my end. But whenever I did a playback on mobile yesterday, I did experience a couple uh glitches in the in the feed. Again, not a big deal because we're going to pick and choose from it anyway. Right. But, uh, yeah. So let's get back to this juicy movie here. Acting. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody was bad. Everybody especially especially Malcolm McDowell. He's he was great. What's he his was, name is Epstein is always good. And right. I think that's what allows it to hold up as well as it has, I think. He right. was such a great comic relief, yet wasn't trying to be. He just it just came out. He embodied the character that he was told to play. Oh yes. Right. <laughs> like slightly asshole sheriff, but still a good guy. Yes. Tried he tried to take credit for everything. <laughs> was literally everything <laughs> i know i think the good. cinematography is pud pounding good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i yeah, would say it's great that, uh, I think again the lighting's great. on point where it needs yeah. to be there's some awesome you know i i don't know if you guys noticed this some of you complain about shaky cam but dialogue scenes had some awesome panning shots and some yes. awesome camera yes. work that kind of Separated from normal dialogue scenes because it actually created some sort of action within the camera movement, and it, it was interesting because it allowed it kind of matched the pacing of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was nothing. Th- dude, this film never slowed down by any means. No, like, no it did not. This is a fright but train. It, of but it wasn't like it was like too much in your face where you're like, dude, I need a breather. You know what now I mean? Now I like will complain. This is a slight complaint about cinematography. I uh-huh. feel like the color grading on on the footage and certain scenes is a, is a little bit brown. And there's a little bit of blue, and it's 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 too heavy on those colors. Depending yeah. on the scenario, I felt like it, it has Silent Night, not Silent Night, but uh, Silent Hill problems. It has that 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 the washout. Oh. That yeah. I I was thinking that too. That's okay. like especially during the daylight outside shots. There was a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of the you colors were whitewashed. Yeah, it just it, yeah way too bright. Now that you think it, now that I think about it, it, was just way too bright and a lot. Especially when she went to go see the Santa who was causing issues. Their whole lighting there, it looked very hazy. I didn't like mm-hmm. that. Again, it was, it's Anchor same. Bay, and it's this time in... Yeah, in I was going to say, it's, yeah. you're in 2000s when everything's copying after Matrix 2, and everything's got to have Even some weird kind of... Even this time had the blue and the, and the brown. Yep. Resident Evil 4, Dead Space, things like that. It heavily relies on browns and blues because, oh, it's scary. That's right. <laughs> so premise. It, it premise. dirty is scary. Premise, great, dude. Oh, yeah. Love the premise. I mean, listen, we've watched a few Killer Santa movies before, and this one is one of the best ones. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, this is great. Brutality, this is a whole nother level. I mean, one could argue that Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 Killer is more ruthless, but this guy is pretty fucking... I mean, he does just like, go down the street still killing like a linebacker. <laughs> so. Right. I know, that's what I like, too. I just like how they look at us footprints well, like, wow, uh, yeah they're just like that's one he's more crazy than this dude though who's that killer and uh, two. Oh, oh yeah. uh eric uh freeman yeah he's batshit yeah. crazy i mean like i said dude he's literally going on a rampage walking down, down the, street. the street so and he's not even dressed as santa dude he's just in a sweater <laughs> <and> <laughs> so what who's are we doing with the tape boys are we going to recycle rewind or remake <laughs> I am going to watch this again this week. Yeah. Hey, okay, so I'm going to whip out the calculator and I'm going to start with the COVID positive guy. I am going to give this a solid four. Fucking A Chad. Hell yeah. Uh, Bob? 4.1. Hmm. 
John? Let's go with a four. TJ? Four. That's a Goral Moore score of four. Right on. All righty. It fits perfect for this film. Four yeah, out of five. Right. I mean, is this one of this is what uh what's uh Santa what is it, Santa Slay? What was that rated? Santa oh, Slay. Uh, was, I'll, I'll have to double check my other notebooks out in the living room. I feel like I had high on that one. Yeah. Easily. What is uh next week is Black Christmas and then yes. yeah, the ones are exports. Yeah. So next week is uh 2006 Black Christmas, which is on Amazon Prime and YouTube mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So any of the main ones you can buy it it's on. It's Black Xmas, not Christmas, just so everyone knows. Yes. Whatever. Yes, for the 2006 one, not the 2018 one or no. 19, whatever. 1972. Yeah. And I always buy back an OG Goran Moore character to talk, and it's going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I have seen this version once when it first came out. I remember very little, but it was right after I watched the original one and I instantly fell in love with that. I'm like, oh, there's a remake. Let's watch this. Yeah, no. <laughs> it did. It wasn't really the same vibe by any means, but uh, I'm, I'm expecting to. Uh, I hope I enjoy it this time around. I'm going like, with an open mind. I know. I know remakes of that movie get worse. So as we've learned, it's hard right. to even come close to the perfection that is Black Christmas. 1974. Yeah, it, it's just such a standard. Like the big standard. John Carpenter, you can take all the credit you want, baby. But Billy was was cutting up sorority bitches way before Michael. So. Oh yeah, he just didn't, and he didn't even need a mask. No, nope. all he needed was a quick lick and ran through the house. That's right. He just needed a <laughs> telephone, and he is a resourceful son of a bitch. He was saran yeah. wrap <laughs> or cellophane, whatever the fuck he. Had. All righty. Yeah. So anything else to announce, gentlemen? Any uh, any horror announcements or anything good like that? Head on over to Patreon and become a Jive Turkey. Every uh, every little bit helps. And if we can get enough patrons, we can go full 1080p HD on this show. And yeah, and, that'll be pretty While rad. you're doing that, you know where you should also head? T Public. Get some sweet merch. Yes, get all of our wonderful T-shirts. Wear them and don't be looking like an asshole. I'll be getting my new shit next week. Woo! I'm myself. Boy, boy, you. Yeah, you cunt. You want to know why you look like a drop pie? Well, that's because you're not wearing any Project Ladder merch, you fucking goddamn lousy son of a bitch. How about you do us all a goddamn favor? Park up, pull your fucking head in, Visit the website over at projectlouder.net. Click on the merch tab, and most of all, tell yourself you're sick of looking like an asshole. <laughs> Grab some of that merch, treat yourself to a nice cold frothy, and start being the mad cunt we both know you truly are before I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> Cheers, cunts. That will never not make me laugh. Oh my God. <laughs> Spooky things in horror movies. Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! 
Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. <laughs> oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. Project Louder is home to 16 of the <laughs> finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. Mm. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. Do it now. Now. Graveyard Classics, horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at GraveyardClassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Alrighty, uh, that is our wonderful. ad block. Wonderful that ad. A, that is a sexy ad. They keep getting better every time. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's grown to appreciate them and grown to uh, expect them at this point. <laughs> they're making me grow. Oh, hey, that's what it is. They're always random every episode. You never know where we're gonna fucking throw them in. Hey, Big Johnny D, did you see the Mortal Kombat movie comes out April sixteenth? Did they really give us an official yes, date? Yep, just saw it disgusting. April 16th, HBO Max and theaters. My fucking birthday, dude. That's the best birthday present ever. Nice. Oh, shit. oh, fuck yeah, dude. They haven't dropped any trailers or really anything. I Nothing think the only thing they dropped was the logo and like, like the look of the logo and like how they're going to write Mortal Kombat or whatever. The yeah, wait until about three months before release. They're going to fucking solo it. <sighs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Who's is, well, that, that's, that's Warner Brothers, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. And speaking of solo, man, I really wish we had do back right now just because of all the announcements that were dropped last week. As far maybe as we'll our fire up you, yeah, maybe this weekend we'll fire do back discussion back up, and I mean that could be a Patreon. <laughs> there you oh go. no, no, no! We just we don't, we got to reassert our dominance in the genre. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, we know how good we are, so it's just Very putting good. ourselves back in the uh, in the space. I think. Dude. What did they just announce? Like 10 new shows plus like six movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus fuck, dude. And then Marvel's right there too. I think it's like almost like the same fucking amount. Like, yeah, they finally they finally announced, uh, officially announced Black Panther 2, uh, Captain Marvel 2, and uh, the third Ant-Man movie. And then the whole yeah. shitload of shows for that, those different sh- characters too. I love the first two Ant-Men, so I want to oh, see. Oh, same. I, I'm really excited for that. <laughs> that was one of my, f- I actually was going in not, expecting to like it and i loved it yeah the first one was uh i had to watch it again to appreciate it i didn't like it the first time then came went went back to it and enjoyed it but dude the drops alone man like holy fuck dude there was and then we also got video game drops that same day man like we've already discussed we got evil dead uh i was hoping to see something from resident evil village but i didn't really see anything from that yet dude resident evil hunk is gonna be fucking rad Wait, did they drop the trailer for that or anything? No, I watched a oh. breakdown of the leaks and oh, yeah, okay. we're getting some really cool shit. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot. I 
There's a couple of remakes going to be intense on a PS5. That's all I'm going to say. I will say one game I was excited that they announced that I don't I can't speak for you guys, but uh for Switch is they're making Capcom is bringing back fucking Ghouls and Ghosts, dude, and they're making Oh, goblin, Ghosts and Goblin. Is uh no, Super You're, bo- you're both right. You're both right. The original was Ghosts and Goblins. Ghouls and Ghosts was one of the later ones. Yeah. Cuz then there I had I originally had Super Ghouls and Ghosts on Super Nintendo. But dude, they're bringing it all back with like all new like two and a half D animation. Everything looks fucking sweet. That's gonna be cool. See, I knew it as Ghosts and Goblins, but yeah, no, literally that's one of the all of them. They're hardest so games ever. Yes, and yeah, Gaiden's pretty fucking hard. No, as well. But but Ghosts and Goblins, you Ghosts and Goblins, Goblins is way harder. Ghosts and Goblins, you got right. You got to go through the world. Is it twice? Two times? Twice, times. yeah, twice. And you get two lives that whole fucking time, dude. Good luck even getting through the pass. And if you like, lose okay. the knife, you're screwed. You lose your armor, you're screwed. And if you get the fire at the top of the level, you're screwed. <laughs> dude, if you're in your underwear within the first five minutes, you're fucked. Like, yeah. that's all that <laughs> Well, you start off in your underwear because you were fucking some girl in the cemetery. <laughs> See, in Super Ghouls and Ghosts, that's how it, they're, like, getting married, and then she gets captured. Yeah, not Ghost the Goblins. They're like getting it on because he's yeah. naked already. <laughs> so that would have been NES then, right? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that was NES. Yeah. Actually, no, it was the originally uh, arcade game. I actually have the uh, really? arcade one up out there that has it. Yeah, and no then NES game. came out with it later. Yeah, Fuck who owned man. it on arcade? Was it Midway then, or was it still Capcom? I think it was Capcom. Was it still Capcom? Capcom? Yeah. Arcade cabinets, yeah. Well, I know, but I, they bought out a lot of companies too. Uh, yeah. As, so I just didn't know if they were like had an original. No shit, dude. Yeah, man. If you were a nerd in the last few days, you definitely got uh, pampered with some sweet shit. You no had shit. a lot of hard ons in one day, <laughs> right? Like you're over here, like oh shit. <laughs> you're like, I need so much Gatorade <laughs> and hot pockets. Yeah, right. But so I think we might it. schedule a uh, live watch along with us with a movie over on the Patreon. If we do do that, we'll promote the event and stuff, and maybe we'll have a couple of uh, my buddies hop in for to say hello, so you guys can talk to them and chat with them while we watch a film. So let's try to get something together. If you guys have any recommendations of the film you want to watch or would, would like to see us talk about in a live situation, Mystery Science Theater 3000 style, but so much more shittier, uh, let us know in the comment section below or send us really terrible messages. Or because of your butthole to Bobby. So it's you know, <laughs> with the movie p.m. underneath the picture, please. Yes. yes. Uh, at 6.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to tune in next week for your favorite podcast, the Gormore Podcast. And this is your host with the motherfucking most, Mr. 88, the Fapper Yapper, the quintessential stud, Muffin T.J. Bowser. Signing off. See you next week. Well, this is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, the man with far fewer nicknames than the host with the most. <laughs> Chad Crispin saying, see you next time, bitches. And following up after good old Chad Daddy, this is Big Johnny D saying, ho, 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 go hounds. Coming in last is Killing Machine, Officer Bobby Amon saying, have a Merry Christmas, even though one more week, and I'll kill you later. Boop.